Hello, everyone. Today we got episode seven of the Afterburn podcast. I'm excited because today we're doing our first ever right after the major podcast since we started this. So it's a really exciting one because there's lots of good things to talk about. We're on a high of a NA win. And yeah, so we're just going to basically go over the whole major. We're going to go through Swiss playoff bracket and then we're going to slightly go over roster changes. We think maybe some teams should go through after looking at the majors. So we have our lovely co-hosts and Yeah, uh, well, I'm Daniel. Blake, <laughs> how are you doing? Good, good. Really excited. Really good major, in my opinion. Really fun to watch. So, yeah, it was a great event. Yeah, so to start with, we're going to talk about the Swiss result to go. And I think Swiss was good. I definitely think there was some a lot of excitements in the Swiss, a lot of upsets. Some teams that came out mm-hmm. of nowhere, definitely, that I never thought would make it into the top eight. And... Overall, exciting Swiss. Some teams stunk, and some teams were really good. So I thought it was pretty good. I think to start off with me, the biggest shock to me was obviously Team Secret going with 3-1. and one. I yep. personally thought they would never make top 8, so the fact they did it, and they also did it as a 3-1 instead of like a 3-2, I think, you know, impressive to them. And they're definitely better, way better than I thought they were, so I'll give them props and credit to that. Yeah, they were kind of like a defensive like powerhouse, honestly. they It was, it was really weird watching them play, like... um. I don't know. They just were able to make teams look like they didn't have a great offense, and it was pretty cool. And they were just able to counterattack so easily. Um, sad, and honestly, KV1 in particular were playing really well. Um, I think when they entered the playoff bracket, they were like not playing as great, um, at least after the quarterfinals. But they definitely were like a really interesting team to see. And yeah, I'm you know, Sam, Sam more more shows well. up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that many people had them even making out of Swiss. And here they are with the top four finish at the major. Everyone was so high yeah. on the club. The club was the team from Sam that was going to be the one yeah. to get top eight and replace Fury. It ended up being Team yep. Secret instead. So I'm sure Jorby will be salivating over Team Secret now for the rest of the year. <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, the club actually did more to what I expected them to do, and they went one and three. But Yeah. Now, that one's weird because, like, I feel like Lost is supposed to be this really good player. And then especially, I heard Bams is actually like an up-and-coming player as well. So it's weird that they didn't do as hot. But they, like, did they have a harder schedule? Like, not really, they right? Like, they, lost the, the... they played a lot of similar teams to Team, Se- uh, team Secret, and they just yeah. lost to them. So there's really, yeah, yeah they, Team no Secret excuse. was just better at this event than the club was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you just always have like one Sam team show up and, and do really well. Maybe that's, that's gonna be the pattern going forward. And then yeah. Secret will be the team to move to NA at the start of next season, I think. That once Worlds ends, they'll move over. Because that just seems to be the trend. Number one Sam team moves to NA at the end and then it just keeps on repeating. Yeah. Well we'll have to see how the next rest of the season goes for Sam though. <laughs> yeah, no, but, yeah. that's, uh, that's <laughs> the Typically Falcons are the ones who make it past the Swiss stage as a surprise, but here they are coming. One and three, losing to SSG, Gen G, and G two, which yeah. are arguably tough opponents. But you have to keep in mind that G two and SSG are also out in the Swiss stage. So if anything, it was a, so. a weak Swiss they had, and they still lost. But apparently, yeah. Falcons. I know Blink was saying they didn't. They allegedly weren't scrimming as much or something mm-hmm. going to this major, which could be why mm-hmm. they had a poor performance. I mean, if you're not scrimming, you won't be in top shape. And I think, especially at these lands, with how fierce the competition is if you're not in top shape you're just not even going to make top eight i think it's very apparent now oh yeah yeah we were seeing the hard work meta start to evolve and um i think yeah i heard that falcons like missed like five scrims against uh oxygen esports and like we're late to like every other one that they attended 
So I heard like they were just pretty bad with practice. I, I don't know what's going on <laughs> with that team. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, I think if we had, I actually think if we had rule one here, they might they had a decent chance of making top eight. But yeah, I guess Falcons just played better this this. But we'll see. Maybe I will rule one next next um next split. That could be cool. Yeah, it's unfortunate that Mina only has one team because we saw it with Sam, where like sometimes your one seed just isn't your best seed when it comes to the international major. So like, I think mm-hmm. this paints a worse picture on the Mina region strength than it should. Unfortunately, it's only because they got to send one seed. So I wouldn't count the Mina region out yet as being bad. I think they just had a you know, unlucky split, and also they can only send one team, not two. So they definitely have the depth. Their second team could have came and made top eight or top four for all we know, like Team Secret did, but it's unfortunate they only mm-hmm. have one spot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's look at the other notable um, results in yeah, the, the Swiss NA region. and EU spice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess a couple uh, of yeah. there, right? Especially the most notable result is... Uh, Power 3-0-G2. I think that's like by far the biggest surprise that we saw in the Swiss stage. That was a surprise for sure. I saw that. I'm like, okay, guys, like, what G2, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you should not be losing 3-0 to Power. I don't care what kind of form they're in. Like, you should be beating this team no matter what. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of a shocker. Yeah, G2, obviously, they went 2-3, just lost out to Moise in Game 5, and Moise ended up making it to the final, so... You can say what you want, but at the end of the day, I think there's really not that much excuse for G2. Their bracket wasn't like overly hard. They got 3-0'd by Power. So, and if you know, if they beat Power, they probably make top eight. But I think mm-hmm. G2 just like I did watch quite a few games of G2. They looked okay in the Falcons series, but I think Falcons weren't playing well. So I don't know if that's really saying that much. This this kind of like Swiss stage, yeah. but overall, I think G2 is just kind of lackluster in my opinion. I thought JNaps was playing fine for JNaps, like he was playing average. I thought Atomic was below his own standard for himself and then i didn't really notice chicago doing much of anything on the pitch at all he didn't really look like himself at all they just kind of other than jnaps they all just kind of seemed off like really off and i think it just showed in their play and i mean it's always a classic thing for g2 but they don't have defense if you watch their goals back a lot of their goals are just it's ghost like i don't i don't know if it's like a coaching like rotational it must be like a play style issue or what it is but they just they're not a net for defense i know the players themselves can be good defensively if they're back in net but they're just not there the net's wide open it's, it's really i mean it's been a meme for like three to four five maybe even it five years change. they had this issue even with rizzo <laughs> yeah i'm not sure what the problem is with that they cleaned it up too right their defense yeah. was not like bad they they had a good defense at least like for most last season i feel like but like man i was just watching them play like moist and i was like every single goal, like they should have beat Moise. In my opinion, they should have beat Moise. They had good but offense. Yes, Astral. Yeah. yeah, they were playing their offense. Like they were definitely playing better in the second half of the major. But I think that they just like, I don't know, their defense was all over the place. I think that they were just leaving one man on on defense like way too often. And that one man, like I don't think any players on G two really can like do well in a one v one on defense because none of them play play ones and all and don't have like that mechanical. Yeah, experience. Even Atomic, like he, he's able to get those. Like when he's speaking, he's able to get those goal line saves and be crazy. But I don't know. He just. I feel like he's gotten worse. To be honest, I don't know what's going on. If it's if it's like land jitter still. Like if he's not just a land player, or if he's gotten worse because maybe that's a play style of G two, or if he's. I don't know if he's just like not playing the game that much. It's just it was it was honestly like just annoying to watch them play because they do so well on offense, and then you just like. 
see them like one what, be one person on like back on defense and then you just know that they're getting scored on like you don't have to watch like it was just like 50 percent chance that if they were one person on defense they were getting scored on like it's that bad it so, was that yeah, bad like, if you look at other teams they're i mean at least the top teams their defense is so good like if you look at gen g even like um phase clan tl moist all those guys defense is so good they always have like two guys back they're going doing goal line saves like it's really hard to score on them it has to be perfect g2 is like their last guy back isn't even challenging on the goal line he's challenging like at an awkward angle upwards and the ball's just going in the net because they don't have anyone even in the net the other two players are like down the field doing i don't even know grabbing boost or something but it's just a really weird sight um it's definitely an issue they've had so i don't know if it's a chicago jnaps issue or what but something yeah. that's really plagued the, the, just the g2 team in general for their whole career so it's odd to see but aside from g2 another kind of upset was obviously quadrant going one and three i know a lot of people weren't high on quadrant coming to this one they might have been like one of the least regarded eu teams but still i think going one three is a bit of surprise for like an eu team they didn't even get like two wins and you kind of like at look who they lost i mean they lost to secret lost to v1 lost to tl mm-hmm. i guess the tl was a little bit unlucky but yeah, I think it was a surprise that they went one and three and also Space Station Gaming going two and three. I think I was personally mm-hmm. like higher on Space Station Gaming. Like I think a lot of people were like, I was really excited to see LJ play on LAN as such a big of a rookie as he was to see if he had it or not. And Daniel, I think, was the only person on that team that looked good the whole event and Arsenal was supposed yeah. to be a LAN player, right? And I don't really know where he was this event, but Space Station going two, three was definitely a letdown, I think, in terms of NA for expectations. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Um, I watched PlayStation play, and every single time they looked good, it was all because of Daniel. Like Daniel was literally one v three in case like KC, and like do these insane plays, and like he he scored I think four goals in both like game one and game three, and like that's just insane stats. Like his his stats for that series were absolutely insane. And I don't know, like you know, you may think of maybe Daniel's just like ball hogging and not making Arsenal knowledge play well but like and that's possible because we've seen like you know genji yeah. perform really well as like performing as a as a like a team unit right but i just i don't know i like get that man some help <laughs> like his teammates have to be doing a little bit more to be honest um i guess yeah you, we don't know the stats exactly maybe he's hogging all the boosts like maybe actually daniel's the problem with that team as possible but i just feel like if you get like Daniel and Beast on the same team, like that team, just like you wouldn't have to worry about them not making Swiss or not making out. I've been saying that for a year now, Blink. <laughs> you've seen them in twos. You've seen them in twos. They dominate like any any twos pair. They crush them. If they on the same threes team, like they're gonna they're gonna win everything. That's yeah. Opinion. I mean, maybe Daniel's talking to Boost, but I think realistically, I don't think one person can hog enough boost to make two other players look bad. I mean, you got a your pro player. You have to be able yeah. to make plays with efficient boost. That's definitely a skill you need at least one player in your team to have to make plays. Right. And Space Station didn't have that. I think it's a little early to, like, I think, really hone in on LJ not being a land player. It was his first land. I think yeah. expectations of some rookies to really perform at their first land is a little too high. Like, sometimes, you know, for some players, it does take a couple lands for them to really settle into it to find their own and get really good so if i was space station i definitely wouldn't give up on lj and be like oh my gosh we gotta get rid of him because he was bad for one land like you know maybe, maybe the kid was just shocked at his first line and he'll you know he could be good in the future because i think he's looked really good at least online and if you watch any of his like twos or ranked matches he looks like cracked as always so maybe just had land jitters this time i think the bigger concern 
for Space Station is definitely Arsenal. I mean, he's an experienced veteran player at this point, right, in the RL scene. And he was always labeled as being the land player. He wasn't sick at this land, to my knowledge, and all the other past lands he's, you know, played well and been sick. So, like, that'd be a bigger concern for me is when your veteran land player wasn't really bringing any presence or anything at all. And, you know, it makes you think maybe you should have kept Reddles over Arsenal. But (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. Um yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just need to work on teamwork. I don't know. Because yeah. I feel like Arsenal does have skill. It's just... Maybe he's just not feeling threes. I, I don't know. what's. He is like the more question mark. I agree. Yeah. I think Space Station, though, not making top eight is not really excusable. Like, I think even with their troubles, they should have been able to make top eight. Like, they're regarded as, like, a top three team in NA. And their, like, skill ceiling is supposed to be, like, one of the highest of all the teams at the event. And... They looked kind of horrible for the whole thing. They didn't meet. They didn't beat one major region team at this event. They lost three one to KC from Europe, and then they lost three one to Face Clan from NA. And then the only teams they managed to beat were Sandrock Gaming, who looked horrible. The or sorry, not Sandrock Gaming, Falcons, who looked <laughs> horrible the whole event. And then the club, yeah. who also weren't the best they didn't make at all. It. So yeah, it wasn't like they even beat like a good team or anything at all. Yeah, were you gonna say something at some? No, I was just saying like. I mean, even if you're good on paper, it already comes down to basically just a day itself. And if you're not feeling it, you're just not going to do well. And I think maybe, I guess we, we're all speculating, maybe they just had an off day for us as G players. Not sure what happened there. Yeah. Well, even if you want to win, you have to be good on the day, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Even with the off day, though, thing, it's like, they haven't looked good, like, this whole split, right? I feel like we haven't really seen them gel together at all. It's always been, like, weird. Like, it's always been just, like, one pop-off moment from Daniel carrying them. And then, like, they, I don't think they've ever made top two, right? They haven't even made a final before, so... I think top four was the best they did. Probably, they had to yeah, make a top four. To they, make they made top yeah. four in, like, the first two events? Yeah. Or they definitely didn't win, because Arsenal had that tweet about being sad about not winning anything, so... I don't know No, for sure, sure. yeah. Well, it's more like they were better than the other sixth to like tenth NA teams. That's Which are good teams. Those are top top teams yeah. of internationally from last year, at least. But I think. Do you think Furia would have performed better if they I do. replaced us this year? I think. I think they would have performed better. I think they would have made top eight. I think Furia is a land team, yeah. and I think they would have for sure at least made top eight. So it's a shame that mm. they couldn't have squeaked through for online play in NA. Online NA play might actually weirdly be harder in some cases than like the LAN, and like some minor cases in terms of like getting there. I don't know. So I feel yeah, like there's a lot of teams tough. who didn't make it from NA who could have got top eight at this event or done much better than what Space Station and G2 kind of showed and offered. Probably the same for Europe. I mean, they probably would have much rather had BDS there over Quadrant, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember people were talking about that. Apparently, like, BDS, I think they got, like, top eights, and they, like, got Carmine Core in two top eights or something. Like, they got a really unlucky, like, top they eight got grand finalist, and stuff to, yeah. to not quite make it. But, yeah, I think it was a shame BDS was going to be there. It sucks when, like, the literal world champions from, like, three months ago wasn't even at the first international land. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. I guess if, you, if you're not good enough, you won't make it. And then getting into the... Uh, the last part of the Swiss stage we can talk about is like the winners. I think uh, the two three O teams. I wouldn't say any of them were like a big surprise. People had you know high expectations for Carmine Corp coming in, and I think high expectations for Auction Esports as well. So none of the yeah. top 
two teams going 3-0 really surprised me. They both looked clean in it, and I think they should have. And then 3-4, we already talked about Secret being a surprise, but I don't think Gen G was also a shocker. Number one seed from NA expected them to maybe go 3-0. The 3-1 also makes sense. And then I think more the uh, the other surprising 3-1 team, V1. Now, for me, V1 is weird. They do this literally every single event or every single land they make. They will come out hot at the start and look like one of the best teams at the event. They'll get your hopes up. And I was suckered into this for the whole <laughs> like of last season with V1 because they did this every single event. They look yeah. super good. And they go like, you know, 2-0 in Swiss like they did this time, hot out of the gate, make it 3-1. And then when it comes to the playoffs, and I'm going to talk a little bit into the playoffs, they always fall. So like... I don't know, man. V1 is... I'm not falling for it That's anymore. You, man. I'm not falling it for it anymore. But biggest bait of a team to ever exist from NA. Yeah. My, my hypothesis is that like B-Sports feel in it when it's, there's no pressure. And then they perform well because B-Sports, B-Sports performing well. And like Common Tournament, yeah, they do well as well. Like probably yeah. better in, in that stage. But when they hit playoffs, like B-Sports, I don't know. Maybe he locks up a little bit more. Maybe he's like a little bit more... He saw, his, he saw his tweet though, right? This land was different for them. He said before. Yeah, He felt different. This is going to well, be the one. It was and not different. But the result was, was still the same. Narrator <laughs> chimes in. It was not different. It was the exact <laughs> yeah. same. I mean, I think that's just ice difference, right? There's a reason why like EU teams, like, I don't you'll, even... you'll know they make a pass to Swiss stage and you'll know they make a good run at least like make the other like, team fight for it if they lose. That's the problem though. If, if Beast Mode just had one like a better teammate. I feel like Calm and Torment, like, if they didn't abuse mode, they wouldn't even be at any majors. They wouldn't even be... This is harsh, I know, but, like, I don't think they they, they wouldn't be probably even, like, no, top 12 in NA. You know, no, like, they're good players. 12, maybe maybe top majors. 10 to 12, but yeah. I don't think they would make majors. Yeah. Um, Like, Beast mode's really just the guy that, like, carries a team, similar with Daniel and SSG, but, you know, hopefully LJ will help him a little bit more there. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, if Daniel just had one more teammate where he didn't have to like, I feel like another issue with V1 is sometimes maybe Beast Mode thinks he has to play super well and peak because everybody has those expectations on them. So he like he tries to do too much and then he actually puts himself out of like he does like bad challenges because he thinks he has to do these crazy challenges to get possession of the ball, and then you know that's he just if he had another teammate that he could rely a little bit more on, I feel like for especially on Free offense because I don't think. I don't think Calm and Torment can really score by themselves without like Beast Mode playmaking at all. Um, I just feel like yeah, like you, they would give him, give Beast Mode some time to like warm up and and feel better, and then after like they they get the ball rolling, they'll like start to like stop on teams because I don't think Beast Mode is actually like a player that gets super nervous on lands. I think he has like the potential to be really icy, but I just yeah. don't think he has time to like warm. like maybe he's just a slow starter when it comes to like actual crowd days, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I personally don't think V1's issue is not having ice. I think it's just a, when they get to the later stage of the tournament, when other teams start to really turn it up, they just don't have like the skill ceiling to match the other teams playing well is what I think happens for why V1 always maybe starts hot at the gate when some teams are more rusty, per se. And then when it comes to like, actual teams have warmed up and the skill ceilings where we've been reaching, like these tournaments start to get into it, they just, they don't have the skill to compete. And they're not, they're not like, they don't lack ice. They don't like, if you watch their games, they're not in any position to even win. So there's no ice to be lost for them. It's just, they just lose. Like, they just, they just lose. They look like a different team. Kind of. Yeah. Okay, that's think, a fair take. 
Yeah, I think, I think the, we could go on through the playoffs now. I was going to say, there's one last thing to talk about for the Swiss stage. Mm-hmm. It's the FaZe Clan going 3-2, and then First Killer saying, I still think we're the favorites, though. Don't get me wrong. Did he say that? I thought, yeah, he said, he said. He's like, they asked him when, after the Swiss stage, he's like, how do you feel going to? He's like, I still think we're the favorites to win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, on take by him, I think, my issue, yeah. I think my issue with First Killer is like, he talks a big game online or like with quotes and things, but when I actually watch the interviews he gives in person, he tries to like, it seems like he doesn't have a personality. I don't know if he just gets camera shy or what it is, but like whenever he actually gives like in-person interviews, his whole like online persona just seems to melt away and he's just trying to like sit there all <laughs> cool, like nonchalant and just be like, yeah, you know, we're gonna win. I don't know. It's just weird I think to he's, me. A, he's afraid of the crowd booing him. Maybe. Or saying something like, yeah, I don't know. He's squishy um, 2.0. It's a young squishy <laughs> in the making. Possibly. I think uh, before we wrap up the, the Swiss stage, I also want to talk about real quick. KCP got 9 and 0. They did terrible. Or 0 and 9. <laughs> did you see that? They both, the James Cheese number. and Pioneers both went 9 Yeah, That's like James Cheese, I was expect, expected. But yeah. Pioneers, like a little bit surprising for me just because like, they, they did look really good last season. They did. And then they just come in. And they were, they were also number one OCC. And then and they, they come in young, here. And they, so, yeah. Yeah, they're young too. They're mechanical. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just like honeymoon season. I don't know. It's just weird that they. I mean, this is why OC gets memed, right? Like, they were they have the exact same bad. three Pioneers? Can we check? Were they the exact same exact, three players? Yeah, or exact same three yeah, players. Yeah. Same three players. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird one. I mean, I do think PWR is better from a experience standpoint. I mean, Torsos has found a lot of international success. I think Fever was always supposed to be nuts. He just was with, like, is that the guy with CJCJ? So, I mean, <laughs> CJ's going to hold any team back to a degree. I mean, he retired. He admitted it. And then, so, like, Torsos, Fever. And then, I mean, Amphis is a giga Chad. What I saw. Amphis so. actually was peaking. He <laughs> was was, so well. Yeah, he's peaking and he looks like a giga Chad. So, like he does, man. He does. He was a bad looking individual. Yeah, that's for sure. So yeah, but yeah. like you know, other than that, I guess it wasn't like that crazy with Swiss stage. Definitely expected Oxygen and KC to to do really well, and they looked really well, like yeah. really good in the Swiss stage. But I mean, G two and SSG getting out was a bit of a bit of a letdown. But aside from that, I don't think it was anything crazy. I don't think mm-hmm. Quadrant not making it was crazy. I don't. I don't think. I think a lot of people didn't have them making it. So. Yep. And then yeah, so we can get into the playoffs. The playoffs was uh I think it was pretty exciting overall. There were a few There were a lot of upsets snooze, actually snooze stories, but for the most part it was really good. Rock League in the final was really good. But we'll start with the quarters. So we'll start with quarterfinal one. Just we'll go listen that has in Wikipedia, not the list they played it on stream. But we have Carmine Core and Moise. So Moise won this one four one. I know Blake I watched a... this one. I was yeah. making dinner, but what do you what do you think <laughs> of this series? Yeah, I watched it. It was it was fun. <laughs> it was it was nice to see Casey lose because like I'm not I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a big Materia fan, um, <laughs> but mostly just because like I just wanted Moist. I like I I think it was more it's more the fact I'm an Astral fan. I like Astral a lot, um, and they were playing other- really well. Uh, Rise of Joyo, all right. They're like a little bit too big like- egos. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like I like a little bit more humble players. Um, that's why I like apparently Jack too. Like people who don't like you know try to like beef as hard about like especially inter regional stuff. So, um, but yeah, no, that was a good match. Like Moise was playing really well. I think KC. I think they. Oh yeah, I think I think I mentioned this to you guys in a group chat, but KC just 
they were going for like the only play they were going for was like air dribble, air dribble bumps. They're like the you could tell. Of EU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even like FaZe has like stopped doing that as yeah. much. So like yeah, they I think FaZe actually does too many infield passes from what I've seen lately. I don't know, but like obvious ones. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, they were just like, and then Moist were just like countering. They were playing really creative rock league. They were playing really well. Um. I think they were like pretty close games. It was like they're all like one goal game differences, but it seemed like even though that, those were the score lines, like it was like Moist was winning like pretty capably. Moist just um, had the possession and they felt like they were in control of yeah. the match is probably yeah. Astro was also playing nuts, to be honest. Like he was he's playing really well. I mean you we saw that in the Swiss stage against well. D2 as well. Yeah. But yeah, Astro was playing really well and that was I find it's always a fun series in my opinion when when those two Go up against go up against each other because you know this history there and like yeah Vesira leaving Moist to go to Casey and then like oh yeah, that's another reason why I like seeing Casey lose is because like but like Vesira <laughs> literally split up the team went to Casey and then he lost against the team he left right like that's who doesn't love seeing that like also that's seeing hilarious. the KC fan base lose when they were watching live in person <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny yeah uh... and then they just disappeared after that event after that series yeah the so. crowd looked kind of empty in in europe <laughs> that's crowd, actually, i was told yeah. that would never happen i was told european people would never leave events <laughs> and never boo na players but that seemed to happen yeah. this event that's crazy and then they just blame it on the french that's, uh, that's even more wild so, <laughs> so funny <laughs> i guess it's uh if eu does it it's just oh don't worry it's just france no one else does it. <laughs> if na does it it's like oh we can't just single out you know the fans who do it it's just na as a whole is the worst region ever but we won't get it's too much into bad, that, right? but just a quick quick snippet on that from the rl community but yeah that's funny we saw a lot of tweets though about that <laughs> so i guess yeah. we're not alone yeah, well, maybe we'll talk more about it next week. And then uh, our next quarterfinal match was Team Secret and V1. I think this was maybe the most boring playoff match there was. Like, V1 oh, just yeah. looked awful and Team Secret won 4 1. There's not really much more to it. I think I stopped watching after the third or fourth game because, like, like V1 just wasn't going to win. So, yeah, it's just like there was no hope. So it, it was awful to watch. And... They were playing bad. Even Beastwell was, like, missing a lot. Yeah, it was just. Good on Team Secret for like forcing them to you know play bad and win it, but yeah, V one looked awful and not really much to talk about in that one, I think. And now we get to the more yeah. fun quarterfinals, the game sevens of the the lower half of the bracket. We had Oxygen versus Phase Clan, and I think I was I was surprised Phase One because I remember watching this one. Oxygen took the two first games pretty pretty handily for the most part. Um, yeah, they like kind of wrecked five them one. I thought the series was going to be like a four one after that point, and then you know Phase. They kind of wrecked the two games after that. The next ones, they won two nothing, six one. They like had a bit of a bit of a snapback, bit of a clap back to Oxygen, and, so and then it, was a, it was a great series from there on out. And I think Mist looked really good in the series with Phase. I know he was allegedly sick, but it didn't look like it at all. I mean, Man was playing really solid for them. First Killer definitely had some you know crazy moments there. He's a really insane like triple tap dunk goal at one point that oh yeah yeah he went, he went off the stage. yeah he went like straight up came down it was like yeah. that was really cool and then mist had like a lot of just like huge saves on the goal line and i mean auction looked good too for the most part i think it was just a really good series of rocket league i mean jora looked you know as good as always and but phase managed to they had ice and they had some ice in this one against you the game seven win but yeah that series surprised me i saw that i definitely thought after the first two games like there's no way oxygen is losing this like they're back in form. Like they literally like did amazing in the Swiss stage. They're on home territory. Like there's no way they're losing this. So then like 
they take the time out and then I come back and I like I think I stopped watching a little bit after the second game because I was like I don't want to ready to watch Faze get slaughtered because they've already disappointed me enough. Yeah. And then they they're winning like five one in like game four. I'm like, what the heck? And then yeah, I auctioned him in the next game, but like you know, just I think it was it was missed, like starting to play better. I think he wasn't playing as well in the first two games, but I think that team they looked back in form honestly. Like their defense was looking really good too yeah. in those later games. And like that's the phase I want to see, you know? Yeah, I think the only thing um, we can talk about more in the semifinal. The only like issue I had with Phase Clan was just I think Sipical looked bad in the whole tournament. He looked bad in the sense of that when I watched Phase Clan played, I didn't realize he was really on the pitch. There wasn't many moments where I went, oh that's Sipical playing, or oh there's Sipical. I kind of like he just seemed invisible to me on the pitch. And if you did see him, I think it was more often bad things than it was good things being seen. But that was an interesting one to me. That's definitely, yeah. We could talk a little bit about that more in the phase Genji match, yeah. but Sip was not looking the best, yeah. to be honest. And then our last quarterfinal match, maybe one of the most exciting ones, was Genji versus TL. And this, after looking yeah. back on it, I think this might have been Genji's closest to elimination. I mean, they were down 3-1 <laughs> in the series, and they had the ice. They had the NA ice. They came back down 3-1 <laughs> in the, in the series and won it 4-3. That was an exciting one. A lot of one-goal games in this series, a couple overtimes, but... It was the start yeah. of their run. They didn't know they didn't they didn't look good either, like at the beginning of the I was up at like five AM to watch this, by the way. I like woke up at at four forty five because I was like, I'm bored. I'm gonna come I'm gonna watch yeah. Rocket League. And um I saw the first couple of games and like they're kinda slow, they're not looking the best. I think oh I think it was especially Chronic not I think it was the first two games, like Chronic kinda sold a little bit, like he yep. missed a couple easy stuff. Or actually no, that was I think that might have been the first game of Genji versus Moist. First, I, I can't first remember. First game of Genji Moist, he had straight bagels. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> straight bagels. Um, but yeah, no, they definitely brought it back, which is really impressive. Like three-one comeback is like essentially a reverse sweep in a best of five, right? So yeah, no down three-one in best of seven is really hard to come back from, and they they did it. So that's you know probably where the resolve happened, and yeah, it was probably because big... they're mostly an EU team. Give. No, 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 NA team would have. No, no, no. We'll no, NA team would have come back. We'll get into that in the finals. They're at 18. Yeah, phase, phase pretty much did. Phase pretty much did. Yeah, phase almost of. did too. And yeah, yeah. in a way, like they're getting, getting like wrecked yeah, on your first was two games. Phase. Pretty hard. Yeah. But phase are like the EU swears though. They've had history of just eliminating EU teams. Which is Yeah, that's. I mean, the fourth clan lives on, but we'll get to that in a bit. But the fourth clan lives on. I mean, we might as well get into the semifinals now. But the first one we had was the rematch. Moist and Team Secret played in the Swiss stage, and Team Secret mm-hmm. won. They beat Moist, and then this time Moist got the revenge on them. I think this time Moist was just kind of much more in form, and I mean they looked great. Honestly, the whole tournament it looked like they were firing on all cylinders, and. I'm honestly impressed that Team Secret managed to take two games off them because I thought it was going to be like a 4-0, 4-1 sweep. So, you know, good on Team Secret for taking a couple games off them. But I just think Moist was kind of rolling too hard for Team Secret to really ever look too threatening. They just kind of looked to control the whole series, Moist, for this one from when I watched. Yeah, from what I saw, like Team Secret was... I think they're actually playing mine pretty well. Um I don't think they're hitting fury levels of like cohesion. I think they, yeah, mostly have to work on cohesion. I know it's a lot of times so they look awkward and they were like almost double committing on things, but they were able to like counterattack pretty well. Um, I know they have the mechanics, right? Like yeah. those Sam mechanics. They have some pretty nuts players. 
that can do crazy things. Um, KV1 was playing actually really well in this series, especially defensively, which is, you know, why he got the defensive MV- MVP, I'm guessing. Um, but, yeah, just Moist was too much. I think Team Seek was still a little bit nervous and, like, not playing fully like, all together. Um, but I think they have potential if they can clean clean those things up. Yeah, Team Secret already exceeded expectations, and Moist were probably just a better team. Like yeah. Moist have like far more experience. They've mm-hmm. had far greater RLCS results over the past year, and I think the better team just won. Yeah, they are really, land planners too. Yeah, I was gonna say it's really hard too for Sam teams and like Oceania teams to get. They don't get as consistently good scrims as all these other EU and NA teams, so. Their consistency, especially when they go like deeper into tournaments, is probably much harder for them than it is for teams from major regions, just because they're not used to like playing that many quality teams on that many you know given days in a row, sort of thing. They're probably just mm-hmm. used to dominating their scrims in their respective region, and it's sometimes hard to like. You can get a couple upsets and go far, but I think it's why we really see a lot of like these you know Sam teams kind of bottle out top six, top four, because it's just really hard to like keep staying consistently and keep consistently upsetting kind of over and over again with each of the different teams. But I think, yeah, Team Secret looked very good. They I think they played, you know, as high to their skill ceiling as they could have for this tournament. So good good on them for getting top four and making the Sam region proud. Mm-hmm. And then moving on to our next uh, semifinal where we have fourth killer of from fourth clan. Uh, the meme lives on. You That's knew FaZe was losing this one. FaZe, of course, <laughs> yeah, had to come knew. forth. Yeah. You know, like, if FaZe needs to no find way. a way to skip the semifinals, <laughs> they need to find a way to skip the semifinals. I don't... Like, they no, need they to hope for to... some, like, double Elam bracket and they just go through the winners or something, but they need... I don't... Like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't I don't know what it is, but this team... Yeah, we saw the matchup. It was like, yeah, I don't think... Uh, the meme will live on. <laughs> yeah. They, um... So, they won the first game? And they got smoked for four games straight, and that was it. That's the series. <laughs> yep. I mean, if it. you watched NA, I think you know Gen G would be the clear favorites in this series to beat Phase. So I w- personally, I don't think it was a surprise Gen G won this one because we saw it a few times in NA. But four one yeah. kind of sucked. Phase was just once again. I think this is where we saw more of like Phase had a weak member in typical, and they just kind of got like exploited a lot from it and lost a lot from just not everyone on their team was firing at all cylinders well. Everyone from Gen G was. Yeah, they lost the form. Uh, they looked really good, like I said, and against Oxygen, but then like they did not look like the same team going into the Gen G match. I don't know. Maybe it's in their heads, like fourth fourth clan. Maybe they got into their heads. I think their mental might not be as great as we as we think. Like I think first killer, he's an amazing player, but maybe when he gets to that fourth state or that you know the fourth place area, he gets like nervous and like that whole like thing of fourth killer gets in his head a little bit but even then like i don't think like yes he wasn't playing like amazing but i think it was definitely more typical i guess like he he didn't seem like at all what he can play to um maybe his mental is honestly could be holding them back the most um he was like whiffing a lot of balls like from what i've seen hey man like like, he whiffed a lot first killer whiffed a few too in that series it yeah, was... Miss was playing fine, to be honest. Like he was playing pretty well. Um, but yeah, fourth killer. It's crazy. I've never. I, I think honestly, it might... it's so consistent. It's actually nuts. It's actually nuts. But yeah, I think we could kind of almost go back to the Arsenal tweet. If like, uh, <laughs> he'd rather miss like all the majors or get like, a, a, you know, he'd rather miss Worlds than like 
and be like at first in the major. Maybe that's what uh, first color is thinking right now. Like how Arsenal like would rather miss the major yeah. but get first in the regional. But yeah, because like that's actually crazy. He got fourth at fall major in like literally a year ago. Fourth at uh, LA. Fourth at London. Fourth at World. I that's five in a row. <laughs> how do you five fourths in a row? He's literally got only That's gone fourth insane. at lands he's participated in. He's only gone fourth at lands he's been yeah. in, which is crazy. That's actually nuts. I've never seen a stat like that. That's... <laughs> that should actually be like player. a. Do you guys ever watch that like esport YouTube video? They should make like a video of like fourth. They should place make a video on him. Yeah. <laughs> he's not done yet. Wait <laughs> for the streak to end. Next next land, he's gonna come fourth. Like maybe it continues. Yeah. And then the last one we had the grand final of uh, Gen G versus Moist. The uh, NA team won, first of all, it's on not get it twisted. Yeah. NA won okay. this event. Um, <laughs> it was a really good final in my opinion. I thought it was a nice clash of play styles. Moist um Moist has a lot of team plays too, but they're a little more like favored to towards like I think more solo plays than Gen G at least. But they solo still do a lot of they still do a lot of team plays and a lot of pre jumps and a lot of good defense. And then Gen G is a little more towards um like synergy I don't even know if it's like passing particularly, but it's like unique passing playstyle that I've like don't see that often, which is really cool and fun to watch. And they're just synergized so well. Yeah, Genji ended up winning it, and I thought it was a really cool finals. A lot of good goals, a lot of unique goals, and honestly, it was just awesome to watch. It was a great final. Yeah, I just wanted to say I was correct in predicting Genji to win it all. Y- yeah. You guys came close with having KC and Moist in the grand finals, but uh, yeah. I just wanted we to point liquid, that out. I think, uh, think we had liquid. Uh, we had liquid. Either way, I looked into the future. I saw that Genji was winning it all. Put it down as my prediction. You know, <laughs> it's up the true to point NA that faithful. <laughs> the true NA faithful. Uh, you guys said I'm, it was I'm, copium I'm that Genji wrong. would make it that far. So I thought yeah. it was. Look what happened. Don't doubt I think Noli. I think we had and I think we had Genji both coming fourth, and I th- and I think we had them losing yeah. to like a hot EU team. Yeah, but. Gen G, man. I, I think, like, the EU teams didn't even... Like, maybe the EU teams didn't peak today. Like, weren't playing amazing, but... I thought Moist was playing pretty th- good. Moist was playing probably to yeah. their peak. To, like, they they played the best they've ever played, you know? Um, KC, I think, even if they played their best, like, maybe Moist would have still beat them, I think them, Moist you know? would have still beat them. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, KC, like, I think it's a little bit overrated, I think Vatiria is a little bit overrated. People call yeah. him best player in the world. I don't think that's true at all. I think <laughs> I think Beast Boy Daniel are like two of the best players in the world. Um, I don't. Maybe know it's because if... Vatira renamed himself to Gotira, and then you go you go got to him. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But like, man, just Genji, the way they play is so satisfying to watch because they're just such a solid team. Their defense is super solid. Their offense, like the way they pass to each other, and they keep like. They don't like. I just you never feel scared with like any of them being alone on the on the back end. Like it's also I think attributed to Chronic. He's actually insane on defense, in my opinion, from what I've seen from for at least a rookie. Like he barely makes any mistakes. All of his challenges are super clean. Um, maybe he learned that from Mac Abjack and Anoli a little bit, but like absolutely like my favorite team right now for sure. I believe this is his first win too. Yeah, it's his first for Chronic. I'd uh. Yeah. I'd love to see. I know they, this team wasn't at the event, but I'd love to see Genji play BDS or the Monkey Moon Extra Saiku team because, like, I feel like when they won Worlds, the BDS team, their big thing was like they were such a sound, like 
rotational team as well. And I think it'd be really cool to see like kind of Gen G play that style in BDS and kind of see what happened as a result. And hopefully we get to see that maybe at the next major. But yeah, Gen G was just unique. I mean, at least in game seven. I know, I think, I wish the casters put more emphasis game on six. it. Yeah. Or game, game six. six. I forget what it was, but there was, um. oh yeah, game six. Sorry, game six. I wish the casters put more emphasis on it, but like there was um the last kind of couple goals there. The second goal, I remember just because it was so like amazing. It was like, Noli made a pass. I don't know if he did it on purpose or not, but like instead of shooting it, most players would no, shoot it. No, it was on purpose, yeah. I think it was on purpose. And like most players would shoot it from his situation. He like skyrocketed the ball over to like Apjack on the sidewall. And then Apjack like purposely like passed it all the way back to Kronik, who went like bar down for them to go up 2 1. And like personally, I just don't think any other team at the event would have done that. I think they're like the only team who kind of had plays like that set and like were actually doing plays like that overall. Like, I haven't seen There's like many teams, teams do that. That at was all. so high risk too, because you already have someone on the wall. Yeah, two yeah. people <laughs> in the opponent's half, and if they didn't score, they were getting counterattacked and scored on. That was going to be GG. It's so smart though, because like yeah. the opponents always think like, oh, like Noli's just going to shoot it there, and they're like pre-jumping already for the shot, etc. And then he just like whips it off the side, and the opponents must be thinking like, what's going on? And then like whips back, <laughs> and it's just like it really like they found a way to like kind of you know surprise and break through this immense like park the bus pre-jumping defense meta that has evolved for the last year and it's really i just really like seeing it and then the last goal not like as good as the second one but like again it was just like Noli could have taken the shot but instead he just laid it off to abjack and they got a goal with four seconds left so they're just really good at like passing plays or finding ways around these like pre-jumping defenders to score and i really i really like seeing it that they're a team that kind of like i think they all have like really good individually skilled mechanically but they prioritize like the synergy play style more because they know it's more effective than like a solo double flip reset play for the most part and it's just really i think that's like where the uh meta should go for rocket league and i also think it makes it a much more exciting meta to watch for the fans as well so i hope it continues to do well and more teams start to kind of like follow genji along the path there because i think it'd be a lot of fun to watch I think in the current meta, it's just that teams are getting much more better at defending solo plays. Especially when you have two people back, you would just send one to rush it. Like, oh, if he, he does a foot preset, like, into air dribble, into maybe another foot preset. Like, okay, good, you beat one person, but there's more defenders waiting for you. And, like, teams have learned how to counter that. So definitely, I agree, it's, like, so much more interesting to watch a counter to that defense, which is to do surprise passing plays when no one's expecting it. Yeah, they're yeah. not just infield passes. They're like off the ceiling reverse into an infield pass. Like they're just crazy plays that I really haven't seen many teams ever really do. And I, I hope they're doing it intentionally. It looks like they are. And I really hope they I are. Feel it's like, intentional. I feel like it's intentional, but like they're not like thinking super hard about it. It's yeah, almost yeah. like it's just instinct to them, you know? It was, and that's why yeah. it's so fluid, I feel like. Um it's not obvious that they're gonna do it all the time. They like they attack, they create pressure, they create these openings and then they instead of shooting on these openings, they're going for like an air dribble, which which would like allow their opponents like um, recover in the time that they go for the air dribble bump or whatever. They they pass their teammates and like create more pressure and just like they're just such a good team. I love the I love the way they play, and like it's just a, such a clean and refreshing play of Rocket League. You know, like yeah. passing players, I think are the most fun to watch. I don't care about air dribble bumps anymore. I don't care about triple flip resets. <laughs> you could pogo, and I still wouldn't care. I would I would still care more about like a a really nice passing play. You know. Yeah. So unless you're like, yeah, and like Insan was saying, like unless you're, the defense is so good against guarding these air dribble bumps and like air, uh, like like flip resets and air dribbles in general that, 
like you need to do these passing plays. Like unless you're G two, like these aren't gonna work on you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And that great, being said, Gen G still goes for like you know solo plays and things, but they do a really good job of just like mixing it up, and other teams just don't to the like level and degree they do. And then I think we can get into like the uh, the last part of our segment. The uh, we'll touch briefly on just some of the quick roster changes we think should happen, kind of from the major. As a result, we'll just go. We'll have another video later covering more, like once we start to hear rumors, because it's going to be, you know, roster rumor time soon. And we'll start just to come out. Dino. We'll just float some of our ideas from this major. And um, do you want to start with a blink? I know you had some ideas for some teams. <laughs> okay. Let's look at the. We could, I guess we could talk results a little bit too, right? Um, yeah. I also want to quickly say Genji winning, I think, was like the one of the best outcomes for like. I, I think a lot, mostly NA, like. Even though they're not fully EU team or fully NA team of player like nationalities, uh, I think I, if it, if this doesn't wake up like teams in NA to start taking chances on these up and coming players like Chronic and and focus yeah. more on team passing plays and not like doing stupid stuff like just on the air dribbling, like this is like just I feel like it just goes to show everybody that this is what what like players and teams have to go and do you know so. Good on Genji winning. I also really like the players themselves. Nolly and Napjack are, are great, great individuals. We have to keep in mind that Chronic's been up and coming for a couple of years now, and yeah, like some people who take chances on players that like they haven't had any previous results, so you can't really, uh, you know, discard the thought of uh, adding them to your team. But I, maybe that's why the other NA teams didn't want to take on Chronic. They saw that he had no previous ROCS results or anything notable, so that's why they didn't choose to team with him. But, yeah, I mean, he, he he made top eight with like randoms, right? Like Knight and, and two piece, two other players. Well, two piece for sure, I think should be a on a top team. Like one a chance, one to two but... regionals, maybe, but for the most part, he's been relatively unsuccessful up until up until this point where Genji picked him up and instantly won the first major, too, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's a twos grinder, like um. Yeah, he's, they, he played twos. He, he was he's really high up on the leaderboard when uh, he got picked up. I think that was another reason. Yeah, but yeah. My point is, he's not an up-and-comer though. He's like not like Daniel for sure. No, I agree. Yeah. No, he I... wasn't like he was around for quite a bit before he found his which success. Which is like, which is like exactly why like this NA culture is just so bad for picking up new recruits. But that's all, like that's like a little bit of another tangent. But I just think Genji winning was like great for everybody. Even if you're like an EU, EU fan, like you had two. Two British players who came over to NA and they won on this team. Like you got to be happy. They're too, North right? American team. Yeah, I, Sarah, I think they're North American <laughs> they're team in my team. book. But they're not a team. Well, I think if you're EU, you can have some valid copium. That's yeah, all you, I'm saying. You could have, so you could be happy for them <laughs> if you're EU. But you, yeah. you can't be claiming they won the major. They did not, and they won it. Yeah, it's EU copium. They just, they're just mad they don't have, they don't import well. Just get more money, EU. It's time. <laughs> It's time, time to fundraise. You gotta draw the players to your region if you want to keep them. But yeah, yeah. So then, um, I mean, I can start changes, with the roster yeah. changes. I mean, I have a couple ideas. I think so I'll, I'll just go uh, forward backwards. I don't think Moy should make any changes. I don't think Gen G should make any changes. Sure. Shocking, I shocking. I think uh, Team Secret because they did so well. I mean, I think they'd be really dumb to make any change, especially with the region they're in. So they should stay the same. I think the first team. I think that should at least explore. I don't know if they should or not. I think they should explore looking to a change would be a phase. I think if they can pick up the right player, I think they should try to replace Sipical. But if they can't find the right player, they should just run with Sipical, 
trying to split or so. I think, I think FaZe is definitely a team that should at least look into the options as far as like who mm-hmm. you should pick up. I think it should only be like a sure thing for FaZe Clan. I don't know if I would like take a risk now if I were them just because, you know, they did do decently well. Like I'm looking at like, you know, a Justin from NRG or like if you could get Daniel Beast or Daniel. Beast Mode, something like that along the lines for FaZe Clan. Otherwise, like I wouldn't personally take a risk on a player I don't think FaZe should with their current. Give Sibical at least one more split to prove if he's good or not. And then you can debate whether or not you should take a risk. But yeah, FaZe is the first one for me that I think should maybe make a change. I think they should take a risk if it's a clear upgrade over yeah. Sibico. If it's just a side grade and then they come eighth instead of fourth, like I don't I think that would be a very dumb idea. But Yeah. I think, you know, I definitely agree with all those. Like definitely yeah. Moist, Genji, Secret, no way they should make roster changes. Um I don't think even Oxygen should make a roster change. No, I agree with that. I don't think Oxygen should. Maybe not even like Team Liquid. Because like those teams were they were close. They were close to making teams like semifinals and i know like that the individual talent on that team is on those teams are nuts uh we saw it from oxygen in the sweats and even in like the beginning of their quarterfinals but yeah but phase yeah i agree i i think sip i don't know if it's just like the mental that's like just dragging him out like he's i know he can like when phase plays well when all three players are playing well when they're all like playing cohesively together they look even better in my opinion than like genji um like did today like i've seen them play like really well together i don't know if maybe it's like, the opponents are able to like stop that but i think it's mostly just their maybe their mental on land yeah but i definitely agree that yeah they should probably only trade sip if they can get like for sure like daniel or, or beast mode or or justin i don't know if a two-piece would be like for example a good player to maybe take a that chance might, on i think okay only one. yeah they should probably wait though if they're going to take a chance to see like if they if they can't make a final still yeah. like maybe they should try exploring new uh, recruits yeah i agree with you i think auction tl are both kind of newer teams so they did pretty well at this international land they showed a lot of upside i don't think there's any reason for them to be too hasty about a change yet i think it'd kind of be dumb they should give each other more time to see how good they can get um carmine core is kind of i think in the same boat they're pretty new i mean yeah their quarterfinal wasn't the strongest but i wouldn't be hasty about making a change there i mean they've looked good regionally wise strength wise Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like a horrible major. And then V1, this is a team that... V1. <laughs> maybe we're just picking on NA teams, but I think it's just the situation because NA teams, for whatever reason, don't make changes in the summer like EU teams do. I don't know why, but they don't. They don't make changes yeah. in the off season. And V1, yet again, does bad in major. Exact same three guys like they did all of last year. So maybe it's time to make a change there. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You want to keep beast mode? Um, I think... Whether you kick Torment or Calm should be dependent on who you're picking up, personally. I don't think one is necessarily that much better than the other. They both offer Mm -hmm. different things to the team. I think it just depends on who you pick up, on which one you keep, and which one goes. And yeah, that's that's my opinion on V1. And I think they should maybe look for a chance, whether it's, you know, Two Piece or Justin or, you know, Daniel or Parth or some like up and comer. I think they could take a chance here. They got to make some type of change, but. Yeah, you're right. No, I think they should. They even if they can't get like a a, a clear upgrade like Daniel or yeah. or Justin, I think they need to make a change. Like try to get that two piece. Try to get maybe maybe Stealth, maybe Knight. I'm not sure exactly what the right recruit is. Um, yeah, I don't know. The bubble, but they they, right they now, can. But yeah, yeah, they can do the research. They can see who's been playing well. I think two piece would definitely be an upgrade. Um, we've seen him play really well, especially like that one phase quarterfinal. 
he can play that well. He's been on the team with like you know Chronic and, and Daniel on randoms before, and they've even he's made top eight just like Chronic. I think he has the same potential as Chronic. Um, so definitely version one needs to make an upgrade. Um, because we I don't know it would be really cool seeing Beast Mode actually be able to pop off with another teammate. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I think they should also make an upgrade just for the sake of mental. Otherwise, having the exact same thing happen, wise, them, yeah. like. Yeah. It's gonna be like a total mental either like oh the same thing's gonna happen again. We're gonna do well, make the major, and then completely flop in playoffs. Um, whereas a roster change would definitely improve their mental and maybe rejuvenate them a little bit. Um, let's go to the next teams. We have G two Esports, Space Station Gaming. Thoughts on those? I think they should. Arsenal might be getting kicked. I think they should both make changes. <laughs> um, my my thought yeah. on G two is. I think they should make a change. I don't think they will, and I also would have no idea who they should get rid of. Like my gut That's would true. say Chicago, but personally, I don't know if there's a right answer on who should they get rid of. And I think like G two, I think they should only make a change literally if they could get Justin or like the same thing as Phase. Like only make a change if you can get like Justin Daniel or Beast Mode or something. But I don't know something just Honestly, seems weird with G two. Getting two piece might be kind of cool on on G two too. I know I know I'm only yeah. saying two piece. That's only like <laughs> he's just the biggest. Like, I, really I think he's like just right the now. biggest like potential in NA right now in terms of raw skill. Yeah. That's not already yeah. on top team that you know is not moving. So I'm sure there's some other players that are probably like also would be ama- amazing. We just don't really know them that well. Um, but yeah, uh, I agree. G two and SSG. I think both should <laughs> should make changes. I know it's a little bit early for SSG, but. They should explore. I think they've. I don't know. Do you think SSG needs to make a, a change more desperately than like G two? Are they in like a, a similar situation, similar situation as V one? Or I at least think SSG think is more, more clear. Like they're definitely getting rid of Arsenal if they make a change. Um, G two is like I'd have no idea. I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer for who G two would get rid of, but I think SSG is a lot more clear. Like they'd get rid of Arsenal and then bring someone else in. I don't know who or what, but. That's what I would try to do if I were SSG. Like, if you could get Justin on SSG, I think that would be insane. Like, yeah. oh, I think that would be better Justin than Furia. Be so, that would be crazy. <laughs> I think for G2, even if they made a couple of roster changes, even if they rebuilt everything, as long as they fly that G2 logo, uh, I think they're going to be chokers. It's just the org problem. I think they're just cursed. They like, we've had the strongest iteration of G2 roster lately, and they got absolutely demolished in the World Championship Finals. Like, I, I think it's it's something with the org. You could kick everyone <laughs> on G2, and they would choke every time. And they give us yeah. beast mode first killer. It doesn't matter what this. esport it is. Rocket League <laughs> is no special. Nothing different. <laughs> but yeah, I do definitely do agree that um, SSG, they're... 80% chance making a move and getting rid of Arsenal for someone better. Do you think they actually are going to make one? I don't think they, think they are, but should? I think they should. I think yeah. NA teams tend to make moves a split later than they should, so SSG will make a change yeah. in winter. That's my guess. Okay, maybe next split. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to make a, a, a change either. I think I think Daniel and LJ and even the org themselves would be like a little bit like hesitant on something like that. They don't um, want to do be any I'd... more hot in water with the community than they already are. So, and yeah. Arsenal's and getting rid of Riddles. I was just gonna say that, yeah. Arsenal still has like quite a bit of following too, so yeah. they probably they. Like, I'm like 99 percent sure they won't kick him, but I think they. Sh- 
they should at least explore like phase at the very least their options if uh, like a new agent becomes like uh, if beast world like <laughs> let's say if beast world gets a fed up on nv1 and somehow his contract like He's, he's going to go uh, pro in basketball again, so he decides to retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the way they're split, he's going to come on to yeah, he's going to come win, back. Like, gonna, with Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. And then G2, I think actually, I don't think, I don't think you'll kick a topic, even though he hasn't been great on land. I think it's it's the JNAPs and Chicago pair. That's the, I know it's the core foundation of their, their teamwork and their, and their passing and stuff, but I think Atomic has learned it, and I think if they replace one of those two, maybe the choke factor leaves. If they pick up yeah. someone like more icy, I don't know. It could be like a mental thing with those two being on the same I team. I think you together. have to explore splitting up the duo if you want to try to change G2's like base identity. I think your best bet would be to split up the duo rather than get rid of Atomic. Yeah. So I think that's fair. Yeah. And then um, one... I was, you go first. You go first. I was at a different topic. Yeah, I was just gonna say one last team before we because oh, yeah. i know we also yeah. didn't talk about quadrant i think yeah. if they were to make a change it would probably be relating wave unfortunately they probably should quadrant probably yeah should. yeah i think they should i don't know who they, they actually i think there's a lot of players in the eu that they could probably pick up probably so a lot of I don't think players. Even... yeah i don't follow the eu scene as deeply so i don't know but i'm sure with how i see roster moves happen there's there's someone somewhere that they could get to make a change and then as far as like minor region teams go i don't think falcon should make a change they just had a bad major they can dust it off and i actually think they again. should make a change oh you think they should i think they should get rid of ocalid and i think they should because there's so many cracks like it's true i don't know maybe i'm wrong but like they they have like nupo if if rule one decides to roll with their their, their other third man yeah um with like the the killers and Ross. um but and like there's also like dark it seems kind of crazy mechanically. Nuts, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know, like, you know, it doesn't always translate on perfectly, but there's potential yeah, there. Is he really going to um... pogo in the major? Yeah, no. that'd be That's sick. Really gonna have... That'd be cool, though. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be cool. cool. And then, so. yeah, rest of the teams, though, I don't know. Like, I don't follow Sam too much, but Club probably shouldn't make a change. I don't think Pioneers will. I mean, James T definitely isn't because they're all imports in the yeah. region, or APAC <laughs> region, so... Yeah, and PWR like, those teams like if, if they the made crack. a change, who would they even get? Right, like they're already the top know, teams in their region. Some cracked player, I guess, up and coming. Like, I guess you know, club would want someone from Secret, which isn't happening. So, and you yeah, know, PWR happening. did better than expected. So I don't obviously they're going to stay together for the split because they were super close. So, are we gonna talk about other teams in NA? That should no, make I think, a I think change. We can, major? we can wait for some roster rumors before we talk rumors, about this. Yeah. We can talk about that next week. Yeah, I think we mentioned like energy and Fiora roughly. That we yeah, probably, we, we talked about change, the uh, what was it just Furia or the whatever the name was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, infuriating. Infuriated. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good for this episode. Um, it's about an hour, so we're we're good to wrap it up here. If you made it this far, thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys next week for episode eight.